Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5 and you're in Luton and down south, Inspire FM 105.1. We're talking today about gambling. We have a guest in the studio who I would say kind of knows everything about gambling, <laughs> if I can put that expert <laughs> label on the person. If you want to ring him directly or leave a message for him, uh, the studio number is 0121772892 and all messages we can pass on to him. Or if you want to studio uh, to email studio at unityfm.com Net. We can also pass on messages. But of course, Dan has his own contacts, which we will give you as well, because you might want to contact him directly. So, Dan, we will mention the contacts in a few minutes of and course. you should uh, be able you. to give them out. Thank you. Um, we, we focused a lot there before the break about... Um, Gaming, I suppose, and online. Mm. There's a way, range of different sure. th- th- gambling, gambling. Oh, yeah, there's lots of activities Acti- out there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think the thing is, we tend to focus on the traditional, mm-hmm. i.e., just bookmakers. Yeah. Um, but again, we're seeing massive trends and massive changes in, obviously, even bingo halls and how they've changed in the last few years as well. Mm. Again, look at how um, your dog tracks or your horse racing tracks have changed and the kind of the offers that they do there as well. Mm. Casinos are also a big thing that we're seeing. There's big money out there as well. Um, and they're the ones. But online is obviously is where everything can be done, where you've got a static base, i.e. a shop front or a casino or whatever else and all the rest of it. Mm. But the main ones, because obviously I work with young people primarily, mm-hmm. what I tend to find and what our stats bear right from the research that's been done via GAMCARE and obviously via Glasgow University, mm-hmm. is that the three key things that young people tend to bet on or be gambling on, if you like, are fruit machines, mm-hmm. uh, scratch cards, and then we have the third one is what we call informal bets. Now, scratch cards, why? Well, for the obvious reason, you only have to be 16 to play them. Instant right. wins and relatively decent returns. So, for argument's sake, you might pa- uh, spend two pounds on a ticket. Mm. You might, and mm. might is the operative word. Mm. You might win two hundred and fifty thousand pound. Mm. But I suppose if you're, you know, fifteen, sixteen, and you're seeing that quarter of a million pound, that's a not bad return mm. for a two pound, you know, yeah. an outlay. Um, and again, there's lots and lots of places where you can buy them from. You know, you can buy them from your local. Um, convenience store mm-hmm. you can buy them all over there's lots of places where you, you should can have buy id c- you should um and obviously there should be the challenge challenge mm. 16 as it is for cigarettes and alcohol mm. and all the rest of it for mm. those things um however i've been in certain places and i've seen retailers not ask the question mm. and i've assumed that the kids in front of me were 16 17 maybe not mm. that old mm. but either way scratch mm. cards are there now an interesting aside as well um i actually did some work with some young people in birmingham and the one thing that was quite revealing when i worked with them is that these are children as young as 12. 12 now years. they have had for a couple of years birthdays and christmases the cards mm-hmm. now when i was a kid there always used to be a five pound note in there for my nan mm-hmm. and i always look forward to that and when it came mm-hmm. it's being replaced now by a scratch card or a lottery ticket mm-hmm. because there's a potential to win Harvey knows how much money that jackpot is. The irony is the kid wouldn't be able to cash it because of being underage. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing scratch cards as still being a quite a big um, lure for young people. Mm-hmm. Um, why fruit machines? Well, why not? A lot of people don't feel that even fruit machines is gambling. No. They, they just go, because it's usually in the places, the bowling alleys and the nice that's fun right. places. Yeah. And, you know. and, and that's the thing. They're yeah. seen in entertainment centres yeah. and they're not now sometimes branded as um, arcades. They are mm. entertainment centres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose if you're going, we have a very well-known um, establishment not too far from here. Mm-hmm. 
where you can go play mini golf or you mm. can play te- you know got Tempin Bowling mm. there's a cinema there and all the rest of it mm. but they have a very big entertainment centre where mm. there are lots of fruit machines yeah. or again you could stop at a motorway service station mm-hmm. and again where you go past a toilet or at the yeah. entrance is normally where they are and you've got a few spare pounds mm-hmm. rather than spend a penny you literally spend a couple of quid instead mm-hmm. you'll forgive the pun there as well <laughs> but they're there and again they're bright they're loud mm-hmm. the noises that they make as well we are very simple in, in, in terms of psychology we buy with mm-hmm. our eyes mm-hmm. and if we hear certain things if we see the lights we hear the sound of the payouts well why not for the sake of a pound again potential to win a thousand up to 500 pounds why would you not but again, that basic psychology appeals to us. So again, fruit machines are one of those things there as well. But for me, the big things I see is the informal bets. Mm-hmm. Now, I've asked a lot of lads, and it's primarily lads, mm-hmm. that it tends to be more so than young women that do this. Maybe because we're more competitive, we're more, I don't know, trying to prove, it's about being that masculine, that dominant male in our mm-hmm. groups, who knows? Mm-hmm. But I've seen some strange informal bets, and I've seen lads literally tell me they've bet on the outcome of a game of FIFA or literally mm. on a game of pool or whatever else it is or it might be on any random thing that you want now an interesting thing we've seen a, <coughs> excuse me a resurgence if you like and it's not just in this city and other cities across the UK where we've been fortunate to do some work there's an old style game called Penny Against the Wall it's been replaced instead of a penny now it's a pound all you need is a line of kids ten of them in a row if you like flip a coin against the wall who's ever paying coin lands closest to the wall you win now you could argue it's not a formal bet because that's no real skill involved but again that's mm-hmm. part of it mm-hmm. we've seen lads I bet I can run faster than you alright I'll take on that bet and that's where we're seeing what they tend to be gambling on but again as I mentioned and alluded to earlier the thing that we see much more is online gaming now when we talk mm-hmm. about online gaming we're talking about online poker online roulette and other bits and pieces as mm-hmm. well and what was interesting for me is that I happened to do workshops all across the city over the last 18 months. And again, it's unfair for me to name the school, but a particular school I went into where I was fortunate to work with a particular year group. You've asked the kids, you know, about more traditional forms of gambling. Yeah, yeah we know about the bookies and we know about this, we know about that, we know about the other. But they're into the roulette online or that because of the, the free spins that you're getting mm. or they're on the online poker or whatever else and they're playing that. So those are the things that where we see most of the activity for younger people and I suppose when you look at age like this mm. you can be under age and do that of because course. if you wanted to do it it's how do you prove online that yeah. you are 16 well this is it um, I know for certain websites in terms of the security they will ask you to confirm that you're not a robot and that you can you know tick you know, the <laughs> how boxes. many cars do you see yeah, how many cars do you see or what's the f- what animal is it whatever <laughs> else and all that and similarly certain websites and not all because obviously some are more stringent than others um, there will be when you sign up to that website mm-hmm. are you 18 yes tick the box that you are well anyone can do that mm-hmm. but again some have extra layers of security and again that's what we're really looking for but there doesn't seem to be anything more to check are you of age should mm-hmm. you be on this website apart from yeah a tick box well it, of course you're going to do that because again if you're underage and you shouldn't be doing it we're not going to admit that you're underage and shouldn't be doing it, are you? Um, but again, we're saying that it's quite easy for people online to prove, in inverted commas, that I am 18. One thing we have seen as well is some young people as well have been fortunate in the past to have access to parents' credit card details or whatever else. Mm. Um, and sometimes that in itself can be all that you need in order to guarantee you are 18. That's your proof by virtue of the fact you've input a credit card details. 
Now, just because you've input that details, again, doesn't prove that you're 18. It just proves you have access yeah. to that card. Yeah. Um, and what was interesting, if I had the study that was done uh, with uh, Glasgow University, is the fact that we see, I think it was about 82% of all young people that gambled online had done so with parental permission. Oh. So, again, is that the parent not knowing what they signed up for because again by virtue of signing up for certain games when you register a game yeah. you have to register in your credit I card see. and that enables I that yes. game to yeah, then yeah, buy yeah, yeah. particular in-app purchases mm. but I suppose if you then use it and forget about it how difficult then would it be for that young person to then use that details for an online poker site for argument's sake mm. so is it with compliance you know the parents didn't know about it you know, was that complicity there or is it the fact that they didn't know about it the card got mm. took then use. I don't know. Mm. The research didn't tell us that. But one thing we know is that young people are gaming online and they are using certain online sites mm. out there and that. So um yeah, it's 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 easier to access the websites than I think we perhaps um recognise or wish to believe. Mm. Some websites are better than others, but we have seen certain operators have been fined and I think that's why there has been a tightening up of regulations mm. but there is always going to be an exception to the rule I would say Wow, so parents you have a lot to do to be aware of what your your child is doing, where your child is what they're on, talk to them communicate with them have those fun family times together not those separated times together because it's, it's often the little things that can build up and uh, um, and people okay, when they're excited may do something like this as you say but also when they're feeling sad and low to cheer themselves up yeah. they want to do a quick fix to mm. what am I doing to cheer myself up whereas often women go shopping with the same kind of in a way yeah. if you look at the psychology yeah. behind it yeah. it could be you know some people like a lot of shoes or bags or yeah. something like yeah. that doing something um, to cheer themselves up rather than kind of unpicking it and knowing what's actually going on there and what can I do to solve it because that can grow into something bigger yeah. and you you have some information about uh, some organisations that sure, can help I do yeah 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 and obviously thank you for allowing me to um, to promote yeah. that as well because I mean obviously first of all I have to make you aware of the fact that obviously GAMCARE with my GAMCARE hat on mm. and it's a brilliant resource that's out there as mm. well um, they do offer a free phone number from any mobile it's not quite a 24 hour number but you can call pretty much it's 24 hours from 8 o'clock in the morning till midnight mm. the people that staff it they're Samaritans trained as well so again they offer some really really useful help and advice and information there if people are feeling low suicidal or whatever because we do know financial problems anyway whether it's through gambling or not mm. we've seen an increase in problems with that so again they would help with that and their number even if you was to call on a mobile would be 0808 8020133 and again for parents as well there's a really good um, website that they run as well mm -hmm. but there's two if you wouldn't mind me um, mm -hmm. saying and promoting them the first one is www.gamcare.com .org.uk that's all lowercase and then the next one is www.bigdeal.org.uk um, it's well worth checking out there some brilliant resources on there for parents for young people as well there's lots of stuff on there about peer-to-peer -peer information as well mm -hmm. tips on where to get help from as well um, and again that's the one thing I'd say and that's a national one as well so again you can be anywhere in the country and you can access that particular service mm. obviously if we're just based in Birmingham alone then clearly there are two numbers I'd like to give out if I may mm -hmm. do please mm -hmm. one is for the adult team which is 0121 450 and then for the young people it's still 0121 Now, we also have a website, 
which is www.aquarius.org.uk. We also have an email, so people can email if they don't have access to phone or if it's odd hours, yeah. and they can just email gambling at aquarius.org.uk. We normally respond on that email within 24 hours as well. It's not man 24 hours, oh, clearly, yeah. but we normally respond quite quickly. Mm. Um, as I say, we're free. We're mm. charities, we say. Mm. It's confidential. Yeah. And again, we will endeavor to come and see you or you can come and see us, if that's the nature. Mm-hmm. If you're 16 and over, again, you can access the adult service because at the moment there is no under 16 gambling NHS provision anywhere. Um, But again, if you're 16 or over, you can access that as well. Um, The one thing we'd say as well, as much as anything else, even though we may not be able to work with under 16s for gambling specific, Mm -hmm. they can still call our young person's team because, again, there may be a way for us to be able to work with them. And the one thing I always argue is as well, and I might probably get shot by my chief executive Mm -hmm. for saying this as well, I would rather somebody called us and asked for help. We may not be able to help them directly at that moment in time, but we may have something we can do to help them. after if that makes sense um, and I would rather they called us to find out what we can do rather than feel as though well, there's no service out there for me we don't want people in mm-hmm. silence suffering not being able to speak about it because it may be considered to be haram or whatever else we want people out there to be able to talk about certain things in all communities at MD and to access help and that's really what it's for um, and that's really what say is that information so again you know people more than welcome to get in contact with us um, yeah, so thank you for allowing me to promote that. No, very good. I think it's really important. And, you know, sometimes we think these things are haram. We don't talk about them. But actually, in the work I do, we do have calls about these things. We do have yeah. parents calling in, not just about their sons, but about their daughters. Right. It does happen. Of course it does. And we need to know how we can help, where to go for this mm. help, what to do. Actually, we might have parents tuning in now that might be thinking, well, what are the typical signs to look out sure. for? I'm a bit worried now. Brilliant question. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Yeah. What should I look out for? So maybe you can tell Yeah, us a I can definitely give you a few little, little hints here as well. Yeah. I mean, the first thing to see more than anything else, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a hard one because mm-hmm. there are no visual clues, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So for argument's sake, if you'll forgive me with the uh, the image, mm-hmm. you know, if you were looking for an axe murderer in a lineup, mm. well, unless that person stood with an axe covered in blood and admits to being an axe murderer, you're not going to know in a random lineup of 10 people who the axe murderer is. And similarly, I would say that if you had a lineup of 10 children, you wouldn't necessarily know he or she, whomever, is the gamer or the problematic gambler, whatever. Mm. However, that said, again, this is where it comes with this attunement that you have with your child and being a good parent. Because if you have a very good understanding of your child, you will know when something's not quite right. You will you will see subtle changes in their behavior. So the things that we'd say to look out for would be suddenly um, unexplained absences or suddenly becoming much more withdrawn, whereas before they might have been quite lively, outgoing, that kind of stuff as well. Mm. So again, that'd be fairly obvious to be able to, to notice because if they are hi how are we doing every single morning and then they come down the next morning or for a week or two of grunting and barely eye contact and the rest of it mm-hmm. you would as a parent would know that something's not quite right so mm-hmm. that's the first thing to look out for as well again suddenly if we're seeing again items or possessions what they might prove they've had before suddenly disappearing or suddenly they're no longer there their phone's been sold or whatever else it's not mm-hmm. unusual for young people to have sold <coughs> excuse me sorry possessions so again mm. being mindful of that as well so they might say they've lost it or something like that so, you know you have to be aware I yep think, you know? yep yep certain items which again yep. you know have a particular value if they mm. suddenly gone and they can't explain where it is yeah. that might be there so mm. as well lowness and mood as mm. well 
Now, again, that's not to be kind of mis- uh, misconstrued with mm. obviously uh, mental health and depression and obviously uh, emotional mm. health. But again, if you know that suddenly your your child has gone from a particular mood and ways of being to suddenly being unrecognisable with their really low mood and obviously they're talking about stuff that seems unconnected with school. They might be talking about money worries or the needing to talk about it. Often the one thing we do see there is constantly talking about gambling Hmm. means there may be a problem or talking about stuff in association with that as well. One thing as well um, that we do tend to notice as well is that again as I mentioned earlier there may be substance misuse alongside there as well but Mm -hmm. again you would need to know your child's behaviour first are they quite aggressive? Are they quite moody? Are these patterns of behaviour only at certain times of the day as well? Mm. Is it in relation to when they've been gaming, that kind of stuff as well? Mm. Are they suddenly becoming more and more withdrawn from their friends? Because we do tend to notice that, again, clearly, if you're more involved in gambling and gaming, you tend to withdraw from your peers, from your social circles, because mm. you'd rather spend all your time doing that. So, again, if they've been involved in doing other activities, i.e. sport, dance, art, music, whatever, and suddenly they've got no interest in doing that, that's not to say that they're not interested. They might have another interest, and that's not to say that they are gambling, mm-hmm. but that might be one of the um, mm-hmm. the indicators. Mm-hmm. And again, as I mentioned, the sudden increase in energy drinks, mm-hmm. substance misuse as well. Again, those are things to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. They're things to be mindful. Now, as bad as this is going to sound as well, one thing we tend to notice as well, the signs to look out for more than anything else is as well, if they suddenly start becoming involved in criminal behaviour, this is something we've seen much more for young men as well, which I'm going to mm-hmm. make you aware of as well. But again, being a male increases mm. your risks of having a problem because again, our competitive natures, if you like. Mm. Um, and those are really the signs and symptoms to be mindful of. But again, if they're involved in crime and they're not really worried about the potential um, consequences, again, this is a particular behavior that we associate with risk taking, which we associate with gambling as well. Mm. So again, it might mean that they might be more inclined to want to go down that particular route. It may just mean that they've got a particular bad group of friends at that particular phase of time. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to become a gambler. <laughs> but again, it's about being you as a parent mindful of your son or your daughter, their friends, their peers, the things that they did, the things they stopped doing, the changes in appetite, the changes in their sleeping patterns, the changes in the things that they do, who they're hanging around with, possessions, that kind of stuff. There's no real hard and fast rule that says that's what you need to look out for because we're all individual. Yeah. Again, a child might exhibit all these behaviours because they're being bullied, mm-hmm. but not because they're gambling. gambling yeah. Sure, again, a lot, I would say, comes back to your point at the start. Mm. As you said, how well they know their son or mm. their daughter, the involvement they have of being yeah. that parent. And I'd say that's more um, important to understand yeah. the difference in that behaviour yeah. and why it's occurred. And not to accuse them if they suspect of something. Be yeah. like uh, Columbo. I remember Columbo. You know, yeah. you remember Columbo Detective? Brilliant. Yeah. He's really good <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this. You know, he asks the most right. true questions, but in the silliest way. Yeah. And and get the answers in the end. That's so, right. you know, yeah. in a way, we you, have to be like yeah. that. And it's a brilliant way of looking at it because you kind of, you almost, you deal with the issue without dealing with it. Mm. You skirt around it. So, mm. so how was your day? Okay. And, you know, you don't even focus on it again. Yeah, yeah. It's about something entirely else, but it's by virtue of doing that, mm. that's where they start to unravel and start unpicking the story. That's where they start to share mm. stuff with you in that. Um, and again, brilliant point you made there. Being open with them, being mm. honest, non-accusatory, mm. not saying you're going to be in trouble because, again, we all do things that our parents wouldn't approve of. Mm-hmm. And again, with that reaction. But again, as a parent inside, you might be thinking, you know, I really wish you hadn't done this and I really wish I wasn't having to deal with this. And on the outside, I'm nice and calm and inside there's turmoil. But that's what we need to be able to present. Easier said than done, I know. But if we can kind of say to the child, this is how I can best support you. You're not going to be in trouble. How can I help you? That's the way 
That's so true. And the truth is always the best. You can deal with the truth and you can work with it, however yeah. bad it is. But yeah. if you don't get that, exactly it, yeah, it's very, very, very yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe some of those uh, help numbers again, helplines again, just before the end of the show would be useful because maybe pens- people, uh, parents didn't have time to, yeah, get, sure. to write it down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. now we could repeat yeah, it Yeah, brilliant. That's mm. lovely. Thank you. Yes, sir, again, if I repeat the GamCare number, yeah. and again, that's a free phone number, even from mobile phones as well. And their number is 0808. 80201 um, and I'll, if I can give you their websites they're both www.gamcare.org.uk and that's all one word all lowercase and then www.bigdeal.org.uk again all lowercase um, and then again from a more local perspective for Birmingham the number is 0121 9650 and then for the young people's team it's 0121 622 double seven eight zero and then www.aquarius.org.uk or they can email us at gambling at aquarius.org.uk great lots of numbers there lots of information there and in the last couple of minutes i just want to kind of get across some tips maybe for parents you know i think we've mentioned a lot over the show indeed but if we can do you know last two or three minutes just some tips that we give parents that they can pass on either to their friends Perfect. or to their in, to their own children or maybe to their grandchildren or to aunties or uncles or something mm. like that. Something that they can pass on. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, we, we're basically all about harm reduction. Mm. And a lot of people question why we do it. The reason why we do it is because, again, you may want a particular behavior to stop, but people aren't going to fix it just because you click your fingers and say stop. <laughs> but the first rule of harm reduction is always stop doing what you're doing if it's harmful. <laughs> the reality is it's not going to work that way. Mm. So what we say is, for argument's sake, if you know that we've got people that are actually going to bet, we do a, a do and a don't because mm. we want to enable them to the point whereby they're not going to kick off so far and say, you know, disrupt the entire family and spend all the wages and make it worse than. Mm. But if we can manage it and control it, Again, it reduces urges and cravings and so on and so forth. So to give you an example, we would say, okay, look, do when you get paid, give your money to a family member, i.e. your mum, dad, whatever, or to your partner to manage. Again, do when you get paid, ensure you pay all your responsibilities, i.e. rent, food, all your utilities, gas, electric, water, all that kind of stuff. Do all that first, yeah? That's the kind of stuff we're saying you should be doing that. Again, we would say, if you're gonna gamble, do gamble but do set a time limit of an hour a day or two hours a day or however long you feel is practically workable because if you're feeling as though you're being allowed to gamble rather than being told oh, you can't for this it makes you less inclined to then go and do it behind their back and it might seem like a strange thing to say mm. do allow them to gamble for two hours but again if we work on a basis of a reduction plans we would for an alcohol user which i appreciate most of your users uh, sorry your listeners won't be familiar with mm-hmm. If we say to an alcoholic to stop drinking, it's harmful to their health. Now, I'm not trying to compare gambling to alcoholism, Mm. but again, they can both be harmful. But if we say, cut it down and do it gradually, again, it makes it much more manageable, makes Mm. it much more likely in the future then that they're going to- It's like with smoking as well, you know, and you cut it down and you use your- Yes, so they get used to that and they get to the point of doing that. So Mm. that's what we say, do do that. Mm. Um, Again, in terms of a a don't, we would always say, don't gamble when you're in a bad mood. Because if you expect that behavior to change your mood and make you feel better, it won't. Mm. But the expectation is that if, if you then lose, you'll gamble more. So therefore, you're going to be spending better and better and better. So we say, don't gamble when you're in a bad mood, basically. Again, similarly, 
don't gamble after arguments or whatever else for the same reason, yeah. you know, or under the influence. And again, I'm not sure that'll be applicable to your listeners. Mm. But again, we will see why not to gamble after they've been drinking or using substances. And let's be fair, we do have clients that we work with that even though they know that it's around to drink and smoke, mm. they still do that. Mm. So we mm. see, don't gamble whilst under the influence because mm. again, that impairs our judgment. Mm-hmm. And again, we might take bigger risks when we've done that as well. And again, the big piece of advice is don't bottle it up. Mm. Don't keep it to yourself. Do speak to organisations mm. like Aquarius, Gamcare, whomever. Or again, in Luton, there'll be equivalent one there as well. There will always be a service there. And again, yeah. if they look on the Gamcare website, they'll find it. Mm. But we say, do speak to people. Do get help and advice. You know, it's one of those ones. And those are the best ones. Again, you can say set a time limit, set a money limit. There's other things. You know, do have healthy alternatives. Do go to the gym. Do go for a walk in the park. Do practice meditation. Do go to yoga, whatever. Do have a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones. I mean, these are things that I would say are just basic practical common sense. But it's about having alternatives to coping with stress to life in general, basically. I love it. Um, I love the do's indeed. And do go to Allah and ask for help as well. Yes, too, sure. That you that'd be would be, uh, <laughs> yeah. to guide you in this. Uh, indeed, mashallah. What a lovely session. We've come to the end of the show would you believe it already I'm glad we end with a lot of do's and for parents very positive so no problem is so big that it can't be dealt with so we can always deal with something go and ask for help if you know of somebody don't be ashamed pick up that phone go to the website get that help and do something about it today do something about it this month spread the message to your friends and neighbours as well because we don't know who may be suffering in silence from this so spread the message if if you're listening in today listeners and you don't you think this is not applying to you but spread the message to other people because you never know what day you may have saved somebody with a gambling uh, addiction thank you so much Dan for coming into the studio really appreciate it Thank Uh, thank you thank you listeners for tuning in and inshallah we look forward to another show next week inshallah assalamu alaikum